Welcome to Intersection Magazine podcast. Today I'm in the industrial area at uh, Circular Design Hub and my guest is Jean Mackey. She is Startup Uganda's Vice Chair- Chairman, Chairperson, and uh, we're here to talk about her work at Startup Uganda as well as of course her role at Circular Design Hub and what they're doing and of course discussions about the ecosystem. So we hope you enjoy this podcast and thank you for listening. So thank you so much, Jean, for, for agreeing to be part of this podcast. Uh, we value your inputs. Um, let me give you guys a bit of a background. I found out about Jean's work after attending um, Uganda Innovation uh, Week, as well as, of course, uh, uh, Swarm, the Swarm Summit 2023. She was part of a panel that was talking about uh, the ecosystem in general, and her insights were really, really great in terms of describing what we need to do. And then when I found out that she was part of the Circular Design Hub, I thought this would be an interesting uh, individual to host on the podcast. Um, so, Jean, please tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, how did you, who is Jean and uh, how did she get where she is right now? That's my least favorite question. Uh, <laughs> I am still processing my, my identity crisis, but who I am today I think just like any founders struggling with imposter syndrome, um, about 33 years later, I'm one of the owners of the Secular Design Hub. And my interest was not so much in the tech innovation space. Okay. It was everything to do with humans and, and business. And I, I was passionate to figure out a way that I could convince techies and business owners to infuse you know, human-centered design. Okay. So seven years ago, uh, alongside four other partners, we started the Design Hub, which is a warehouse. Mm-hmm. And the dream of making that a sexy place to work, first of all, <laughs> uh, but also to be a melting point of, of ideas, okay. of, of fellow dreamers, of, yeah. So it was my blank check to life. And every day, I'm not sure what I'm doing, uh, but I have a great team to think alongside me. Okay, thank you very much. Um, there's quite a number of hubs um, in, in Kampala, in Uganda. Um, what's, what unique role does Circular Design Hub play? What unique role? I think we are one of the biggest hubs. Okay. And our interest seven years ago mm-hmm. was to find an underserved sector. Okay. And back then, it was the creative sector. Okay. So we started off as the Design Hub Kampala um, we were running a communications um, organization and with that we needed a lot of pipeline for different people in the creative sector. So okay. graphic designers, uh, content creators, animators. It was really difficult to find mm-hmm. good quality ones. Okay. So we thought we thought we're just going to make this warehouse mm-hmm. and intentionally attract people in the creative sector yes. and to also show the business value of the creative sector mm-hmm. and what's happening in that space. Okay. I think a lot of hubs then were very... Uh, IT focused, yes, yes. and we wanted an infusion okay. uh, that is grounded in the creative sector. So, seven years ago, the creative sector was our focus, mm-hmm. and along the way, we decided you can't have one sector as an island. Okay. So we need to find an intersection. I'm just okay. going to steal your words today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an intersection of what that looks like. So, well, in businesses, sector agnostic. How does you know? agriculture intersect with the mm-hmm. creative space, with the mm-hmm. IT space. Mm-hmm. And 
So we went on an intentional journey of finding companies mm -hmm. across the spectrum okay. that also wanted to be really sustainable. So mm -hmm. her business could be very grant driven mm -hmm. and our focus was we want to make sure they can be sustainable first before we do programming. Okay. So our model was very yeah, sustainable approach. Yeah. Mm, excellent. Um, I noticed you have um, different offerings in terms of, uh, for, for those who want to use the space, I noticed there's a, a space at about 30,000 Uganda shillings, a, a table that you can get, then I think you can also get a, a membership for a month or for 10 days. Um, tell us a little bit more about those offerings. So again, going back to the fact that we wanted to be sustainable, mm -hmm. we needed to make price points that could attract people at different stages. Okay. For a business to be sustainable, you're going to have high-scale mm -hmm. clients first. Mm -hmm. uh, but since our focus is to also grow the local ecosystem, mm -hmm. is to make sure that you can have, you know, entry-level mm -hmm. price units. So mm -hmm. we have full-time companies, okay. and they pay quite a bit more. Okay. Um, and then we have, you know, startup companies okay. at different stages: idea phase, early growth, mm -hmm. and those have, you know, different packaging depending on what they need. Okay. Um, I find it seven years later, mm -hmm. I'm still relearning mm -hmm. to how to design those offerings because okay. um, I've realized with the innovation space and mm -hmm. the setup space that's really young, mm -hmm. uh, has a lot of financial restrictions and limitations okay. there. A lot of startups would like more free services, okay. uh, but also the just the unit of the cost of operation, the, mm -hmm. the cost of internet in this country yeah. is insane. Yeah, so yeah. to have a package that yeah. could sufficiently mm -hmm. meet an animation company's needs yeah. that constantly wants to be online. Mm -hmm. uh, so BPO is the biggest thing, right? Companies are trying to service clients outside this country, so they need stable internet. Yeah. The cost of just making that happen at 30,000 mm. is almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. And you w don't want to change that price because that's what is affordable. Mm -hmm. So it's it's been a mixed bag of, yeah, how do you make sure that offering still offers the service at a good quality level, okay. like Silicon Valley. Mm. Uh, yeah, so still mm. a difficult place to play. Okay, I also noticed that there there's, for, for different packages, there are additional services that you provide mm -hmm. in terms of probably like, um, um, uh, business advisory services and things of that nature. I suppose for people that are that have membership, they can they get access to uh, uh, local events and meetups and, and uh, access to experts. Tell us a little bit more about that. So we have a bit of a very diverse community in okay. terms of also just where the different companies are coming from, mm -hmm. um, both international and local, mm -hmm. and at, at different. Um, places of growth, like okay. I said. Mm. So we have, you know, a company just expanding to their fourth country here, mm -hmm. and that means they're gonna be in a better place to support another startup that's okay. in a similar field. So mm. they will offer that mentorship okay. services, mm. ordinary in-house. Mm. Uh, but we also have other services, like our legal department where we're seated right. today, mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that we can, you know, subsidize mm -hmm. or even offer pro bono services just mm. for, you know, okay. for the startups. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm curious also because I read about um, when I came here about a few years ago. Uh, it was called Design Hub Kampala. Now it's called Circular Design Hub. Tell us a little bit more about the name change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, because I've got a new partner who's amazing. I'll tell you about Close the Gap. Yes. But it's, I think, 
as a business owner, um, we started off, like I said, in the creative sector. Yes. And along the way, it's the, the journey to discover yourself mm -hmm. uh, and what, what attracts you even more. Mm -hmm. And I think what's still missing in our ecosystem is segmentation okay. and finding actual identity. Mm -hmm. So during our seven years, everything seemed to keep coming back to secularity. Mm -hmm. uh, so human-centered design has okay. a lot to do with secular business and the secular economy. Mm -hmm. And so it seems like a natural inclination to okay. that. Mm -hmm. uh, but during COVID, we also met a partner in Mombasa that just affirmed what we wanted to do. So to close the gap that has been in the secular economy business for a very long time mm -hmm. in Belgium and have now extended to to Mombasa. Mm -hmm. As we're looking for you know, a new niche, but also growth, Mm -hmm. It just seemed like a perfect fit. Mm -hmm. uh, while their focus is really in e-waste management and refurbishing, mm -hmm. it seemed like such a brilliant and a missed opportunity. Yes. Uh, but also we really like the universe and the world and innovation doesn't end to kill that. Yeah. And yeah, that's something that I, I think as individuals we're attached to as the mm -hmm. business owners and it, it fits within our, our core in human-centered design. Okay. Help me understand the concept of the circular um, economy. Yeah. yeah, truthfully, mm -hmm. I am learning that on the go. Mm. And my personal understanding is just innovation happens, mm -hmm. right? You mm -hmm. make a product or service, it mm -hmm. has an end life. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of that end life can just either affect the environment, and there's other ways that you can prolong that end life, mm. uh, so like computers, mm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, what happens once you get a new one? Mm. You ditch the old one. Mm. If there's an opportunity there, first to create a new business idea from that old one, mm. uh, give it a new shelf life in mm. a new form, like mm. Commer, then mm. that's really brilliant. Mm. Uh, but also, I feel like it gives it makes the, the pieces speak to each other mm -hmm. because suddenly the, mm -hmm. the coffee farmer mm -hmm. who doesn't need certain residue mm -hmm. is pouring into the person making, uh, what are they called, fertilizers. Yeah. And that's just brilliant. Mm -hmm. And it, it, I feel like it also focuses on use of like local material and figuring out new ways, so mm -hmm. it's less wastage. Yes. And, and, you know, just from my own background of, of a lot of things lacking, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it just makes me feel like if, if businesses are speaking to each other mm -hmm. uh, in, and I feel like the cycle economy allows that to happen. Oh, excellent. And, yeah. mm. um, I also read about your partnership with African Leadership University. Yes. Exciting stuff. Tell us about that. Uh, again, a lot of the times the conversation we have in this country goes back to our education system is lowered <laughs> and not preparing us to be in boardrooms and yeah. think a certain way yeah. and it all goes back to the type of education mm. so I was really excited mm. to meet um, a university that's doing it differently okay. and a university that was African mm -hmm. uh, that's really intentional in changing the narrative mm -hmm. of the quality of African education by empowering the students mm. uh, so I think everyone has heard of Swanika when I just listened to their model of learning, it fit perfectly into what the hub is trying to do. This is experiential learning. Mm. This is not me going into a classroom and having a lot of chalk and talk, mm. which for, for us to change our continent, for us to change our community, it's going to start in the classroom somewhere and how you do that. So mm. the African Leadership Institute that's best in Rwanda and Mauritius okay. was looking for... Uh, 
hub partnerships mm. to, to curate exchange learnings and actual hands-on and to guide their students and mm. what better place for a student that is working in, I don't know, in a community problem mm -hmm. to actually work in a hub yeah. to get first-hand support and experience from founders that are dreaming in something that that student's going to do five years later. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so fast forward, we did the, the hub learning with, with African Leadership Institute and every semester they send a cohort of students okay. uh, to come at the hub and not just to sit, but mm -hmm. to, you know, figure out what are the what are the community problems they'll be interested in. Okay. And with that, they come up with a project. And with that comes an idea. Oh, wow. And fast forward, building founders through an education system. And mm -hmm. it's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, and if only we could replicate that in our own local institutions. Yes. Uh, because this is R&D just from first year. Mm -hmm. And meeting the students just amazed me. Because mm -hmm. when I was a student, there was not a facility that was available mm -hmm. to forced me to think about my continent and things around me and my yeah. community mm -hmm. and then come up with a solution around it. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, that person's going to be a better founder than I will be mm -hmm. uh, because they're already, you know, kind of being forced to think differently. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, also in your, the bit of research that I, that I found, there's not so much about you on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I found out that you're the vice chairperson of Startup Uganda. Yeah. And, um, that's a, a pretty important organization. Tell us a bit about Startup Uganda. What are you guys doing? Who are you guys? Startup Uganda. So it's a membership-based organization. Yes. And the focus was to bring ESOs, the entrepreneur support organizations, so mm -hmm. the hubs, the accelerator programs, incubator, BDS, all targeting mm -hmm. startups, right? To bring them together because as the Circular Design Hub, I'm working on 5th Street in this mm -hmm. corner with my people. Yeah. Uh, there's the Innovation Village on the other side of the world with their people. There mm -hmm. is Shona somewhere. Mm -hmm. And and we do not really speak to each other. Okay. Uh, I think also by default, we are startups supporting startups, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so Startup Uganda came to just bring that together. Mm -hmm. uh, the fragmentation within the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. If we all work together, then mm -hmm. I'll know what I'm good at. Mm -hmm. And where my limitations are, mm -hmm. I know where to send the person in my ecosystem okay. to mm -hmm. me, you know, outbox. Mm -hmm. But to also build the capacity of mm -hmm. these ESOs mm -hmm. um, that are supporting the founders. Because the quality of innovation, again, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. going to depend on the quality of the ESO. Okay. If a circular design hub, my BDS abilities mm -hmm. are shaky, mm -hmm. I'm not going to have good pipeline mm -hmm. of startups, right? Quick question, BDS? <laughs> Business <laughs> Development Support. Ah, I nice. know, we just like fancy <laughs> lingo and acronyms. Uh, yes. Uh, but also so standardizing, mm. I think, yeah, you, I've seen on your podcast that you've talked to, to Kenneth, who's leading, you know, policy mm -hmm. and startup acts, is to also start the conversation of yeah. what do startups need in this country? What mm -hmm. does that really mean? There's mm -hmm. a confusion, MSMEs, SMEs, startups, mm -hmm. and just those definitions. Yeah. And, and standardizing, you know, accelerator programs. What mm -hmm. does that really mean? Mm -hmm. uh, what incubation services? Yeah, what mm -hmm. uh, so I could decide, am I an incubator? What am I doing? Mm -hmm. And as an association, it helps us have a collective voice mm -hmm. to start building, um, I forgot my English, but just that place where we talk to each other and mm -hmm. we can build the systems yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, for, for startups. Okay. 
um, as role as a vice chairperson, what 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 does that role involve? What's what's what what are you tasked to do? Oof. Uh, first to get members speaking. Okay. Uh, and to find partners mm. who are interested in elevating the ecosystem. Okay. Again, we're trying to go away from development aid, mm. right? Mm. And we want to find partners that can pour into the capacity of ecosystem builders here. Yeah. Mm. And so, again, like I said, you've met us through the innovation, uh, the innovation week, which is mm -hmm. one of our flagship events, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Where we bring different partners on board to see what is happening in this country. Mm. And that's going to build pipeline for investment. That's going to build pipeline for uh, policies. That's mm. going to build pipeline for R and D mm -hmm. and more interest. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that's that's my biggest role. Okay. Thank you very much. Now, um, in terms of uh, your experience, of almost almost ten plus years in the system, um, what do you see um, that exists, or what do you see that we can build on in, in terms of as as a Ugandan ecosystem? What do you think the, the the greatest need is? What are we doing well, and what can we do better? Oh boy, my mind goes bit blank for a second mm. how do i not sound too negative and very hopeless <laughs> and <I? laughs> ah so the thing that plays in my head a lot mm -hmm. is silicon valley silicon valley silicon yeah. valley mm. and as as an ecosystem we've referred to that a lot mm -hmm. which is good and bad at the same mm. time mm -hmm. uh because we're benchmarking a context that's not truly ours mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I've seen that with mm -hmm. my own business mm -hmm. and trying to have Silicon Valley like yeah. models mm -hmm. and seeing how those don't translate for they the don't. context yeah. here okay. and what does that mean to find our own word for Silicon Valley mm -hmm. and and build that and and yeah it's kind of stuck in my head but I mm -hmm. think it's that mm -hmm. when when you look at you know the, the big four right you're mm -hmm. gonna look at nigeria mm -hmm. there's there's something deeply rooted in the context there that mm -hmm. has kind of like allowed them mm -hmm. to shift things mm -hmm. and uh, they might be benchmarking but there's a lot of like in-house yeah. groundwork mm -hmm. um which i think we're starting to make those those conversations happen mm -hmm. more mm -hmm. you know platforms like the innovation week is also for the founders, the mm -hmm. startup owners to use this platform to say this doesn't work mm -hmm. and this works. This mm -hmm. is what we need mm -hmm. to co-create. I know we have BPO now, yeah. you know, the BPO council. It's a good conversation because now mm -hmm. government is leaning in. Yeah. I think private sector has been a step ahead, right? Mm -hmm. and, and government is leaning in. I see Ministry of ICT with their incubator and their yeah. hub as well, trying to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, like you asked me BDS, right? Mm -hmm. It's things like that. We, we, we have curated lingo that we have borrowed mm -hmm. and, and, and we need to, to make it a bit home. Mm -hmm. um, and I think there's more co-creation happening. Okay. I, see, I see a shift even in development partners okay. uh, in being intentional is listening to ESOs. What is it that you want mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. do better? Mm -hmm. uh, and like I said, we're still struggling with segmentation and specialization and mm -hmm. expert knowledge in certain areas. Okay. Um, I'm running a secular design hub. I'm having to learn and teach myself on secularity. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of infrastructure where yeah. I just like go plug and learn and grow mm -hmm. to then be able to. Yeah. So I think facilities like that mm -hmm. and yeah. Okay. 
Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for those interesting insights. Um, maybe like a, in terms of winding up, like a last question. Um, although you said you're not so much on the internet, <laughs> where can people find you? Hey, <laughs> How do I, phrase I would this like. <laughs> where can people find you? What are your socials? I can be in the innovation space. I still like an old school coffee. <laughs> I like physical meetings. Okay. <laughs> I still like to see people's facial expressions. Yeah. Anyway. I do have, I need to remember my own Twitter handle, goodness, but Jean Marquet, mm -hmm. find me at the Secular Design Hub, okay? okay? I have a phone number and I, I try to respond. I could be really late, but that's a good place to find me first. <laughs> yeah. um, it, I think it's just deliberate to be off, off the internet a bit yeah. and maybe bit of my background there but i'll be happy to share in another episode yeah, what yeah, well, it's cool. like <laughs> um yeah so yes. yeah and uh, where is um circular design hub located it's located on the fifth street fifth in diaster but yeah and we, we you can i think online would give you our handles and social media yeah. platforms mm. but mm. yeah uh, incidentally, is Circular Design Hub hiring or tell us a little bit about it? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll always be a hiring. Uh, yes, talent. Yeah. We need to have an episode about talent in the ecosystem. Mm. It's so limited. Mm -hmm. There's just few good quality people that mm. can actually support what the ecosystem is trying to do. And mm -hmm. we all like pick from the same point. Okay. And so you find like, my manager has worked in another hub, another hub. We need more people. Okay. We need young people interested in the innovation space. Mm -hmm. And we're happy to handhold and grow you through our hubs because they're such limited. And they have, I don't want to go to the Netherlands to find um, a portfolio manager yeah, when yeah. we could find it here. So yeah, that's true. Talent. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jean Mackey, for being part of this episode and for sharing all your useful insights. Guys, you heard where you could find her and where you can, how you can interact with the Circular Design Hub. You also heard about what they're doing and what makes them unique. You also heard about Startup Uganda. So if you're a hub of, of working in that space, you need to network. You need an association that can help you, a group that can help you be more effective. Uh, and also in terms of um, events, there's Uganda Innovation Week. I think that takes place every year around November. So you guys, please... Um, uh, uh, be be a part of this. Um, thank you very much, Jean. Thank you.